The Protectors of the Wood episode series. Episode number 26. At the Preschool. The following day was warm with bright sunshine that made the temperature rise as the morning went on. Abby was up and out by 8 o'clock, riding her bike to the Todd farmhouse to begin work at the preschool. She was well aware that her status was unchanged. She was still a volunteer activity specialist and could have arrived an hour later. But inside her heart, she had become desperate, clinging to the possibility of this job as an anchor for her crazy life, something to keep her feet on the ground and give her a daily routine and a paycheck, doing something she believed in. Rose answered the door and gave her a big smile. What a surprise. Come in and help us prepare. By the way, this is a good week for you to get started. We treat it as the last week of the summer, like a vacation for the children, doing all fun things. Next week, it'll be more like school. In the big playroom, Rob was on the floor organizing piles of blocks and small toys. Despite having seen the room before, Abby was amazed by the variety of things all around her, from plants in the large east and south windows, to a guitar, a doll's house, stuffed animals, small furniture, shelves with books and art materials, and a very large display of the alphabet on the wall. Rob was picking out items from a scattered mess and arranging them in groups. Come, Abby, join in. You'll help us get this first activity going. We're going to start building a city again. You'll catch on quick. It was obvious that each item had an area according to type. Abby began on the small figures, setting up potato heads, potato puffs, small dolls, action figures, soldiers, policemen, babies, movie and cartoon characters, a witch, a devil, an old man, mythological characters that might have been Artemis with a bow and arrows and Venus in a robe. The possibilities went on and on. In 20 minutes, she arranged perhaps a hundred figures, including carvings by Phoebe's father. Rob organized the collection of blocks, vehicles, doll clothing, pebbles and stones, and a container of sand. The items formed a large circle on the wooden floor. Kayla and her mother, Ellen, were the first to arrive. Kayla! Wonderful to have you back. They hugged. Look, Abby's here. Kayla's high, thin voice was full of surprise. Abby raised her voice. You look great. But Abby could see changes, possibly due to Kayla's bout with a high fever, or perhaps from her mother's fear over the harassment related to the election. The small, dark-haired girl seemed pale and anxious as if afraid that this secure and loving world could vanish at any moment. Ellen looked at the group. I know we're early, but Kayla's been up since dawn, waiting to come. She'll help us get ready to build a city. 
Building a city, building a city. Kayla went down on her knees to inspect the toys. Ellen and Rose moved off to the side and conversed in low voices. Abby was sure Ellen wanted news of the Sunday service, the bishop's sermon, and people's reaction to the news. Good move. Let everyone cope with it. You're doing the right thing. Then the siblings, Jane and Franklin, arrived together. Franklin asked, Whose turn is it? Can I go next? We haven't started yet. We're still setting up. Wait till everyone's here. Jane asked Kayla about the flu. Rose anxiously pointed out that it hadn't been the flu after all, just a 24-hour virus. Franklin kept staring at Abby. His straight black hair was growing long and he pushed it back behind his ears. Abby waved to him across the circle. The front door opened and shut, and Ned timidly approached the group. He sat next to Franklin and stared at Abby, too. She waved again, unsure how to handle their attention. Franklin asked her, How did you get away? Does your bike fly? I don't think so, but it might feel that way sometimes. The grown-ups were talking about the picture on the phone. Were the bikes wheels on the ground or not? I've been thinking about it all week. In a voice that was almost a whisper, Ned asked, Everyone was afraid. Suddenly, they were interrupted by Tiny and Lucy charging toward the group, asking questions on the way. It looks like you started without us. Have you started yet? It's our turn. When do we go? go? Abby realized that Rose was still talking to Ellen, and the parents must be opening the unlocked front door to drop their children off. The last to appear was Nancy. She stood timidly until Abby called her to take an open space by her side. Nancy asked, We missed you and Kayla. Everyone was upset for days. But I'm okay. Nothing to worry about. Abby felt the children's attention zooming around the group as they tried to be noticed or retreated in fear or lack of confidence. She was thinking, I'm only a beginner at this. Mistakes are easy. Doing the right thing is hard. Rob stood up and announced, We are now ready to go. As we promised, a new game of building a city will begin. I have a number between one and seven. Can you guess? Lucy's voice rang out. Three. And then Franklin said, Seven. Ned in his soft voice could barely be heard. Is it four? Four it is. Ned, you will go first. And then we'll go around the circle. Caleb will be next. Rose and Ellen had disappeared. Lucy asked, Can Abby play? Rob gave this a few seconds of thought. Uh, if she wants to. All eyes turned to Abby. I'd love to play, but I think I'd rather help anyone who has questions or wants advice. Is that okay? Rob was clearly pleased with her answer. Absolutely. We'll explain the rules to Abby as we go along. Okay, Ned, you're on. Ned thought for a moment. 
The voice in Abby's mind said, He's about to cry. He's desperately trying to hold it back. Abby told him, I'd love to help you. Which of all these things would you like the most? Ned could hardly get the words out. I, I, I just want a nice house. That's all I want, with nice people. That was all he could say. Abby told him, Great idea. Now, where would it be a good place for it? Right here, close to me. Ned was getting his composure back. Let's bring over these blocks. Shall it be big or small? Not too big. And with nice people inside. And so Ned and Abby built a one-story house with three small rooms. She laid out a selection of figures for Ned to choose from. He studied them for so long that Lucy started humming and rolling her eyes and tapping her fingers. Finally, he chose the figure of the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz and a figure in a nurse's uniform and a baby in a carriage. Very well done. And thank you all for your patience. I like everyone to be able to take the time they need. We are in no hurry. Kayla, you're up. I want to build a house too. And I want it over here. Kayla pointed to a spot in front of her on the edge of the circle. Rob helped her with blocks. Kayla wanted no windows and demanded a garden. So we don't have to go to the store. Some people are nasty. Rob told her she would have to wait for the garden until they collected some small plants from outside. But they could start with spreading a little sand for the soil. Kayla also chose a nurse and a girl from a television series. Lucy confidently built a three-story house with an old man and the figure of Wonder Woman. Tiny built a smaller house near Lucy's and was upset that there were no nurses left. Finally, she chose the witch in a black dress and hat, riding a broom, and the carved figure of Emily, daughter of the good fairy made by Phoebe's father. Rob looked at her with surprise, but said nothing. Jane and Franklin built houses near each other with docks and boats and said that the river was going by. Nancy wanted to be near the river too and built a one-room house with a boat just outside the door. Ned, going for the second time, laid down blocks to build a road and called it Main Street. Kayla added Bridge Avenue to intersect Main Street. Lucy and Tiny extended Bridge Avenue all the way to the bridge over the river. Franklin was dissatisfied that the river was purely imaginary. Abby felt a flash of inspiration and grabbed a blue blanket from the shelf. They bunched it up to make a narrow but very long river. Rob gave them all a round of applause and asked for suggestions on what to do next. 
The group had several ideas. Nancy said she liked leaves and wanted leaves to fall. Franklin wanted to build a forest. Lucy wanted snow to fall. Ned was worried it might get cold and he would prefer it to stay warm. Lucy appeared to be unhappy with Ned's worries, but managed to stay silent. Tiny wanted a truck like her mother's. In a few minutes, the town had seven vehicles, including baby carriages, and three boats ready to go. At that point, part of the group became restless, moving around and grabbing toys. Tiny raced her blue truck on the roads. Ned and Nancy shied away and seemed afraid to participate. Lucy wanted a store to sell ice cream and grabbed a wooden train to bring the ice cream to town. Abby said it might be nice to spend some time outside. Rob agreed. He suggested a walk to the small wooded area behind the house, a sort of mini forest with a stream. Abby organized it like a scavenger hunt. They needed small sticks for trees and fuel, tiny leaves to fall over the town, and plants for a garden. Abby was unsure what kind of tiny plants would work for this purpose and thought she would have more success with another type of planting activity, like rooting cuttings of indoor plants and growing them in the sunny windows. Peter led them out a door at the back of the playroom onto a path that wound its way through an open meadow and by the side of a kitchen garden. They passed a mulch pile with three compost bins and arrived at a wild area of bushes, vines, and a small forest of oak and pine trees. Lucy, Nancy, and Tiny were very excited. Let's go to the little house. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's, Let's go. go. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. The whole group ran through a path beside the garden and came to thick laurel and brambles over six feet tall. Lucy led the way on hands and knees, crawling into a little cave under thick layers of Virginia creeper. There were small openings that ran into other low pathways where the children crawled into other rooms. It was so overgrown that it was quite private. The leaves of many years made the ground soft. Lucy's voice rang out from the largest cave. This is our little house. Thanks for listening. Episode 27 is coming soon. To hear all the episodes, please go to our website at www.protectorsofthewood.com.
Take care of our mother. 